right, it's good to be here tonight. I appreciate that song, Brother Terry. <clears throat> like Brother Brian said, we ain't always been faithful to him, but I'm glad that I can stand and say tonight that he's always been faithful to us and uh, <clears throat> not deserving, uh, but he sure is a good God, isn't he, tonight? Hebrews chapter 11, <clears throat> Hebrews chapter 11, I got a thought on my heart tonight and I want to share it, preach it tonight. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 32 Hebrews, and when you find your place, you can stand and we'll read the word of God. Hebrews chapter 32. <clears throat> Be sure to, as we heard, please pray for our preacher tonight. And I heard a good report of the, he was a great meeting going on there. We want to pray and support our preacher. Uh, the, the greatest thing we can do for our preacher is to pray for him. Uh, we got a good one. And uh, uh, man, it's encouraging. Let me just think about it. The one, the one that preaches to us Sunday morning, Sunday night, and most Wednesday nights, Churches like want him to come preach to us. So we ought to be thankful for that, that God give us a good preacher. Amen. Let's pray for our preacher. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 32. The Bible says, And what shall I say? What shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak, and of Barak, and of Samson, and of Jephthah, and of David also, and Samuel, and the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens, women received their dead raised to life again. And I'm interested in this word, the Bible says, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. And here we see it again, and others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sown asunder, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and in caves of the earth. And all these, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. God, having provided some better thing for us, praise God for that, that they without us should not be made perfect. Father, we love you. Thank you for tonight. Lord, thank you for uh, meeting with us in the songs and testimonies already, God. I pray that you'll be with the preaching of the Word of God tonight. I pray that you'll bless our hearts and help us, Lord. Give us something that we can go home on. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated. <clears throat> Hebrews chapter 11, we know as the faith chapter. Uh, we know about the, 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 the Hebrews 11.1 1 tells us we know that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Uh, and here in this chapter portion of scripture, we read of those that had faith and they were rewarded for their faith. And, and we know about, we've seen because of their faith, they, the Bible tells us they subdued kingdoms. Uh, because of their faith, the Bible says they were wrought righteousness. They obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions. They quenched the violent fires, escaped the edge of sword. They're women who received their dead raised to life again because uh, they were done through their faith. Now, I don't know about you, but I want to be able to say that I have faith in the Lord. I know that you know through faith, we're, we're by the, for by grace are you saved through faith. And, but I want to have that faith that's, that trusts in God in every aspect of my lives. And we read about these people, and I'm not littling, belittling what they say, but we see the, I guess these will be the successful faith stories that we can read about. They were the ones that actually stopped the mouths of the lion's and then we come down to verse 35 and we see another group of people identified and listing their faiths. And it was the, the word others. These people, uh, we see that they had faith, but they didn't have the outcome 
that we think or want that Christians who have faith are supposed to have. Uh, uh, those are, they're the others. They're the exception to the group. And Hebrews chapter 11, I mean, you know, he names the, the, those that had faith and he names all throughout the different names in Hebrews chapter 11. And man, certainly he couldn't go through the whole Bible and name everybody that had faith in the Bible. Or, or he would never, I mean, Hebrews would be the longest book of the Bible if he did that. But he gives us a list. Of, and then he goes down and says the, in verse 35, but others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection and others had a trial of cruel mockings. I'm interested in the others. I know tonight it's wonderful to be able to stand up and quote Psalms 34, 7. The Bible says, The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him, and he delivereth them. That's a great testimony. I love it when the Lord can deliver those that have faith. Or Psalms 34, 17, the Bible says that the righteous cry, and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all their troubles. Boy, wouldn't it be nice tonight if we could just go to the Lord and just know that all our prayers were going to be answered, that all our troubles were going to be delivered. Wouldn't that be nice tonight? Unfortunately, we can't always go to God and we can expect God to answer our prayers, but unfortunately for us, He don't always seem to answer our prayers. Uh, many of you tonight, you've got loved ones who are battling cancers or who's battling sicknesses and, and oh boy, it would be a blessing for you to be able to just crawl up and on an altar and pray and then walk out the door and hear of a good report that they were healed, but it don't always work like that, but it still takes faith to trust in the Lord regardless that's what we hear about the others. John 16, the Bible says, These things have I spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Even though these others, they had faith, they were tortured, yet they were not delivered. They had a trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yet they were not delivered. They were, they were delivered, they, they had bonds and imprisonments. But yet, they were not delivered. The Bible tells us in 30, verse 39, I'm glad to say though, these others having obtained a good report. Hey listen, I'm glad that through our trials and through our, uh, our hurt and our heartaches, I'm glad that we can say we've obtained a good report through God. Hey, I'm not interested in obtaining a report through man. I don't care what the, what the, the brethren think about me. I'm not worried about obtaining a good report through my brethren or, or my family. Or I'm worried about obtaining a good report through the Son of God, I'm glad tonight that these others obtained a good report. Hey, what about it this morning or tonight? How, how was your uh, report card, so to speak? Are you obtaining a good report through the God, through the Lord? I want to obtain a good report with my Lord. I don't know about you, but I think about these others, and I wish that I could say in my life I had the faith of others. The others, hey, listen, God's still good when He don't answer your prayers. God's still good when He don't save your lost family members. God's still good when when it's when your uh, when those backslidden uh, friends or family of yours don't come to the Lord. He's still good and He's still faithful. Great is His faithfulness, Brother Terry. Thank you. Uh, God is still good through the regardless of what of, of the outcome of our faith. I read some interesting quotes this week, and I thought it's the Bible. Or one of the interesting quotes is said, "It is better to die for something." than to live for nothing. You know, it takes faith to, to die for the Lord. It takes faith to willing to lay down your life for the things. That, now, I understand we don't 
understand the persecutions that we've witnessed or read about here tonight. We don't know what it's like to be fed to hungry lions. We don't know what it's like to be burned at the stake. But I'm glad to say that with it, I, I want the faith to say that I'd be willing to lay down my life to have the faith. It's better to die for something than to live for nothing. It's also been said your character is what God knows you to be. Your reputation is what men think you are. Hey, listen, I want God to look down and say, that's my servant. I know he trusts me. He's got faith in me, and I'm going to bless him. Hey, and even if he chooses not to bless me, he's still God, and he's still just, and he's still right. And I want to say tonight, I'm, I want to have the faith of others. The test of your character is what it takes to stop you. It's been said. I wonder tonight, how, how is our character when it comes to the, our faith in God? What is our character? Hey, listen, I get so tired of hearing about people. They think they've got it so hard. Oh, they're, they're just, I'm bitter. So-and-so hurt my feelings in church. I'm just going to not go to church. Man, you're, uh, man, just suck it up and go to church and quit being a baby. Hey, listen, grow up. Quit eating that. Uh, you need to go ahead and eat you some big boy meat and, uh, and put the milk in the fridge and go ahead and, and just, man, just man up when it comes Hey, quit being so sissy. Quit being such a sissy and a crybaby when it comes to the things of God. Just, just put your feet. Man, we, we come to church with our feelings on our shoulders, don't we? We come in, we get mad because the preacher walked by and forgot to shake her hand. You know, I, hey, listen, I hope we don't have those members in our church. Well, well, Brother Gravely, you know, he was just so busy. I had to wait in line to talk to him after church, and he, he didn't want to talk to me. You know, I hope we don't ever get that attitude of, of uh, unsatisfactory towards the things of God. Hey, listen, we ought to have, we ought to quit being uh, uh, so weak into the things of God. We ought to come in with a strong heart and say, I don't care. Though, though I, I will follow Jesus. Though some go with me, still I will follow. Let's quit making excuses about, uh, what, uh, about the things of God that, that frustrate us. I thought about these others. We don't know their names tonight, but we know, we know, more, we know a little bit about them. We know they suffered some things, don't we? I begin to reading about some different uh, martyrs that we, that we know of and some different ways that they were, they were martyred for the cause of Christ. And I come across, I want to read some testimonies tonight of some of those, some of the others that we know nothing about. It was said of a guy by the name of St. Lawrence of Rome, because of his conversion, he refused to give his tithes to the Catholic Church. This infuriated his accusers and they ordered metal plates to be set over a bed of burning coals and they were heated until they were glowing red. Lawrence was then stripped naked and bound to the metal plates face up. As his flesh sizzled, his smoke burned to a char. He was burned to a char, yet he refused to admit guilt or recant of his crime committed. When I think of others, I think that they were they was burned to the stake because, or they were burned alive, they were cooked alive because he didn't give his tithe to the Catholic Church. And yet we don't even come to church. We don't even thank God for the good Baptist church that we've got. The preaching of the word of God. We don't even think about that. Angry mobs would often tie a rope around the neck of a saint. They would drag them behind chariots for days at a time without any interruptions. There are many accounts of Christians being hung upside down and being skinned alive like you would a dead animal because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Nero, it was said, that to entertain him and his guests he would hang Christians on trees. He would dip them in wax and he would cover their bodies in wax and he would set them on fire at night as he walked up and down the gardens to light the pathway for him. 
all because they simply had faith in Jesus Christ. Nero, they said he would also, he would have large animals killed and when he would kill them, he would take the skins of those animals. They said he would have them prepared and he would sew those animal skins around bodies of Christians or believers simply because they had faith in the Son of God. They would take those skins and sew them around the victim except for their head, their hands and their feet. And then they would feed them to the dogs of the city and they would, they were set loose and the, they would say that you could, he would entertain and laugh as it was entertainment to him as he watched those bodies of Christians being attacked by the ravenous dogs. And I think, how is my faith tonight? In the year 222, it was said a woman by the name of Cecilia was accused of converting her brother and husband to Christianity. They were immediately beheaded. Cecilia was taken and boiled in a bathtub that had been set over a bed of coals for nearly two days. As she was drawn from the tub, severely burned, she was said to have got out singing songs of praise to the Lord and Savior. And then she was beheaded. And I think, how's my witness? And she won her husband and brother to the Christ and was burned in a bathtub of scalding water. But yet we failed to take the gospel to the lost and dying world. How's your faith tonight? In the 13th century, it was said the Spanish would take anyone found guilty of reading the Bible. They were tried, convicted, and executed. This means of execution was called auto de fe. It was the most common method. Called for, it was, they called for the victim to be stripped to his undergarments. He was laid face up on an elevated platform. And then thin cords were passed through holes and wrapped around the victim's limbs. Then drawn so tightly that they cut through the victim's flesh to the bones. If no confession was made, this is for simply reading their Bibles. If no confession was made, the process was repeated up to four times. If still no confession was made, the next stage involved folding the arms backwards behind the victim with the palms outward. Then both arms were tied to a winch that ratcheted them closer and closer until the backs of the hands touched. This would literally rip the shoulders out of the sockets with such pressure that it would cause blood to spew from their mouths. A surgeon would then set the joints back in place and the victim was given two months in prison to recover. After two months, he was brought back through a similar trial of, of that. They would tie him with chains and do the similar winching of his body of the, of the second time around. If he refused to confess the second time, they would simply take him and they would burn his body at the stake. And I wonder when the last time you picked up your Word of God, the Word of God that sits between, you know, that, that maybe sits in your car throughout the week after church, or when's the last time you've picked up the Word of God off your coffee table and read the Word of God? Hey, men were burned at the stake. They were tortured. They were sawn asunder. Why? Because they had faith in the living Son of God. I thought about those martyrs, and I thought about some things that I want to point out about these martyrs, these others. I want to have the faith of the others tonight. How about you? Some things I notice when I read about these others here in the scripture. Their names went unmentioned, but they were not unknown. Hey, listen, I'm glad tonight we don't know who those others were, but somewhere in heaven, their names recorded in, in heaven. Thank God they may not be known on earth. They were unknown, but they weren't, they were unmentioned, but they weren't unknown. Hey, listen, I'm glad to know that God knows the trials that we face. He knows the problems that we face. Hey, he may not know, the world may not know who I am, but I'm glad I've got a Father in heaven that knows who I am tonight. Thank God they, their names may be unmentioned, but they were not unknown. Hey, listen, I don't, the world may not know the problems that you're going through tonight. 
But I'm glad there's a God in heaven that knows all about you. Hey, he knows our deepest secrets. He knows the, the deepest, the, our, our, our biggest problems. He knows what the paths that we face. He knows the obstacles that lie in front of us. I'm glad tonight that their, their names were unmentioned, but they were not unknown. Aren't you glad of a God tonight that has a personal relationship with us? Aren't you glad that He knows us on a name basis? Hey, aren't you glad that sometimes when you misbehave, He calls you by His name and draws you back to Him in love and in compassion? Sometimes He does it uh, in the chastising hand, but aren't you glad of a God tonight that knows who you are? He knows your name tonight. I thought, secondly, some things that I noticed about these others. Their prayers may have gone unanswered, but they weren't unheard. Hey, listen, tonight, I know, man, we've, we've unheard some cancer requests tonight. We've unheard some sicknesses. And I, can, I can't promise you that God's going to answer and heal that loved one of yours. But I can promise you tonight that God heard your prayers. I can promise you that He hears our prayers. Hey, listen, He may not always answer the way that we see fit, but you can rest assured He hears your prayers tonight. Hey, I'm glad that we can come before the throne of grace and we can open up our hearts and we can let God hear our prayers and we, he, we can open our heart up to God. And I'm glad that not only do we, can we tell Him, but I'm glad He listens and He hears. I remember when my dad got cancer, I remember there was nobody that I believe that had more faith that God could heal my dad than I did. I knew that if God wanted to heal dad, He could heal him. And man, we prayed, Lord, heal his body. And, and we hit, heal his body. And the doctors come back and it's just getting worse. The cancer's growing. And you know what? And I remember going to dad one day and I said, uh, dad, we're going to, you know, he's like, son, let me just tell you something. He said, God's going to heal me one way or another. He said, he's either going to heal me on this side of the earth or he's going to heal me with eternal life. But either way, these prayers are going to be answered. Hey, listen tonight, don't let the world steal your joy. Don't let the world tell you that God don't hear your prayers. That Hey, I, I know the, those that aren't in church, they'll say, well, I don't want to go to church. I've seen my loved ones suffer and die of cancer and, and God didn't hear my prayers and they become mad and bitter at God because, but hey, God heard your prayers. But hey, we don't know his, his ways are not our ways. Our ways are not his ways, thank God. Hey, I'm glad that God hears our prayers. Their prayers may have gone unanswered, but they were not unheard. I'm glad that we serve a God tonight that hears our prayers. Hey, listen, the, the, if, you're, if you was a Catholic tonight, you have to go to a closet and confess your sins and pray to a man. Uh, if you're a, a Buddhist tonight, you have to go pray your prayers to Buddha. But I'm glad as a child of God tonight, we can come before the throne of grace and open up our hearts and we can let our requests known unto the God of heavens tonight. I'm glad that their prayers may be, have gone unanswered, but they were not unheard. And thirdly, I noticed about these others. They may have been unnoticed, but they were not unrewarded. Hey, listen, you may go through your whole life serving God and never get a pat on the back. Bless your fat little head if you don't. You know, I'm sorry. Hey, you may go through the whole life and never have your name written on a marquee. Uh, you may never, I was looking out there at Brother Sammy's meeting and I saw all those preachers with their names and I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm thank God for those men of God, but you may go all your life and never get your name on a poster advertising a revival. You may simply go unnoticed here in this lifetime, 
But I'm glad if you can have faith in God and you can put you can sell out to God and live your life a life of faith. Hey, thank God that you won't go unrewarded. Hey, listen, I'm glad for what God, the treasures that God has laid up for those that put their faith in Him on the other side. Hey, listen, if this life is but a vapor. This life, what happens on this life don't matter. But thank God the rewards are coming one day in heaven. They may have been unnoticed, but they were not unrewarded. And then I want to say lastly, number four, they may have undelivered, they may have gone undelivered, but they weren't unwelcomed. They may have not been delivered out of the fire of those captors. They may not have been delivered out of the, the hands of those people here on earth. But don't you know when they opened their eyes on the other side, they was welcomed into the arms of Jesus. Aren't you glad tonight that though you may not, you may not come out escape that trial you're going through. Hey, that trial may take your life. It may take your joy. But aren't you glad if you can keep your faith in God tonight that hey, You'll be, uh, you'll be welcomed with arms wide open. I'm glad tonight. I, I think oftentimes my dad, I remember around Christmas time, the doctor had told us, he said, you know, I'm not God. I can't put a life. He said it could be two weeks. It could be a month. But this, this treatments just aren't working. There's really nothing we can do. You really ought to start preparing and thinking about what's going to happen. And I remember we went into dad and he was unconscious. He was sleeping. And I remember us telling him, dad, you know, we've all talked about it. It was my, my mom and my brothers and sisters. And we said, we love you, Dad. And we wish you would get better. And we wish you would stick around for a while, Dad. But if you want to go on and be with Jesus, go on and be with Jesus. And we didn't get no response out of him. But it wasn't but a few days later that he took his last breath on earth. And I just can't help but think that he woke up in heaven to the arms of Jesus with a great welcome. Hey, listen, I'm glad tonight that though they may have been undelivered, they were not unwelcomed. Hey, I'm glad tonight to know on the other side if we'll simply put our faith and trust in Christ through our trials and tribulations. Aren't you glad tonight that know that you can wake up welcomed in the arms of Jesus? Hey, I look forward to the day that the Lord says us, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Great is thy faithfulness. Maybe tonight you think that nobody hears your prayers. Maybe you think that nobody even knows who you are. Maybe you've never been noticed and maybe you feel like you're being undelivered through the trials. But I got good news for you. Hey, listen, you're known in heaven. He hears your prayers. You're going to be rewarded for your faith and he's going to welcome you with arms wide open. I'm glad to know that the others had faith that I can have tonight. Did you know that you can have faith tonight? When we look at these others, you know what? I'll just be honest with you. It makes our problems seem a whole lot smaller, don't they? When we think of being fed to hungry lions and sewn up in, 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 in sheepskins and clothing and fed to hungry dogs, uh, man, it makes our problems look really, really little, don't they? Uh, how dare we come to church pouting because, hey, we've got a headache or because we don't feel good. These people went to church knowing that it would cost them their lives, and yet they please God. <clears throat> having And all of these, having obtained a good report through faith, receive not the promise for God having provided some better thing for us. I'm glad tonight for the faith of others. Hebrews 11:6, the Bible says, but without faith it is impossible to please him. You want to please God tonight, how's your faith? For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You know, the problem with our church members today is we're not seeking Christ. 
Listen, we're seeking the things of Hollywood. We're seeking entertainment. We're seeking our own pleasures. We're seeking little junior's ball team. We're seeking the, the great rewards of this earth. We're trying to seek the, the, the uh, gratitude and the thank. We're trying to seek the, the praise of men tonight. But the Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please him. Who are you pleasing tonight? Hey, who, where's your faith lie tonight? Who, who are you trusting in tonight? Simply put, closing with these three thoughts, is God priority in your life? If you want that faith of the others, you got to put God priority in your life. Hey, listen, it ought to be, man, it ought to be second nature to none. When, my, when it comes to my faith, God's going to be number one. Hey, listen, he ought to be priority. He have, ought to have priority over Little League. He ought to have priority over, over uh, work, even sometimes. Hey, listen, I understand we got to work for a living, but hey, we ought to put priority over God, over our work, if it comes down to it. We ought to put God priority in our lives. Is your faith in God or is it in man? Listen, tonight I can care less if any, I, I'll never, my name will never be spoken over a loudspeaker at a World Series ball game as the Grand Slam hitter. My name will never probably be going in the Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, they'll never be, uh, I'll probably never have my name read on CNN or Fox News or I'll probably never walk in the Oval Office as a president. But you know what? I'm glad tonight that my faith is in God and not man. Does God get glorified through your sufferings? You know what? It would do us a lot of good instead of trying to pull the, the pity factor and woe is me, I'm going through a horrible trial. How about we take our sufferings and give them to God and get glory through them? You know what? The greatest faith about the others is they didn't, you think they went and burned at the stake because they thought it was cool? <laughs> they could care less what, how cool it looked that they got tortured at the stake. They didn't care uh, what so-and-so thought about them. You know why they got burned at the stake? Because they wanted God to get the glory through their sufferings. What about it tonight? Do you have the faith of the others? I don't know about you, but I'd like to go down in history. When they walk by my casket, I don't want them to say he was a man pleaser. Oh, he did what everybody wanted him to do. I want people to look at my casket and say, he wasn't popular, he wasn't this or he wasn't that, but he loved God and he pleased God and he had faith in God. And I don't know about you tonight, but I want to go down in history knowing that God was good to me, that, that I had faith in God and that I was worried about finding favor in his sight. And what about it tonight as we stand and as we pray? How's your faith tonight? Is your faith in man is it in circumstances? Is it in, uh, is it in your own good doings? Listen, why don't we let go of that junk tonight and get at the altar and say, Lord, this problem that I'm facing, you've got it. It's in your hands tonight, Lord. I, turn, I simply put my faith in you tonight, Lord, and I trust the Lord. If you'll do that tonight, I promise you he'll be with you and he'll help you and he'll give you that victory that you're looking for tonight.